0: Welcome to Meditations with Jonah, episode 21, Sunshine. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. This episode will begin with an audio version of something I've written recently, which is not all that optimistic, but don't worry, the episode will get more optimistic toward the end. Alexa and Siri are killing us. Sorry, I don't know that one. We want to kill Alexa when it gets the song wrong, but we ignore the beauty of simply asking or commanding a song and receiving it. We text words, pictures, and videos to each other across the globe, but often can't hear the person in the other room. We read things on the internet. We read things on the internet and share them with each other, regardless of the feedback. We control so much from our devices and yet feel so little control when zooming out and seeing the big picture. We generally have no idea of our own biases, even though learning about our biases, generational, racial, gender, cultural, would make our individual and collective worlds a better place. We refuse to acknowledge that the past wasn't all that we pretend it was, or we imagine the future will always be better than the present. So few of us actually recognize the present and exist within it. We drink, smoke, pop pills, and ingest all kinds of things with the belief that we'll enjoy life more. And we allow the pharmaceutical, tobacco, and alcohol industries to get away with selling us our own slow or not so slow paths to self-destruction. We wait for a perfect candidate that doesn't exist to solve all of our problems, rather than acknowledge government officials only go as far as their constituents demand and that incremental progress counts. We shout into the abyss of social media and pretend our voices are now heard, rather than sublimated in the wash of blips and bloops that dominate the end. Internet's auditory landscape. We give ourselves lots of credit when things go well and we deny responsibility when they don't. We're intensely individual and yet long for social connection. We love reading about scandals and increasingly seek fame at all costs and yet pretend to be humble, genuine, and kind. We usually blame victims for their problems and ignore the societal conditions that create and or exacerbate those problems. We, some of us, continue to imagine America as a meritocracy, despite the overwhelming evidence of lower social mobility, increased inequality, and zip code as determinant of future status. We... Some of us gradually recognize that our modern economic titans should face some degree of regulation, though we'll never agree on what that looks like. We, most of us, allow our childhood traumas to dictate so much of our adult behavior rather than working to understand how our past can hold back our present and our future. We, most of us, have so much in our lives to be thankful for We have so much to appreciate, and yet we make minor problems major ones, and we create problems that don't even need to exist. In summary, we're dumb animals, often willfully ignorant, wandering around this overheated planet, waiting for an imagined utopia that will never arrive. What will we do next? Breathe in. Hold, breathe out. Today's my birthday, I'm 39 years old. We celebrated on Saturday with a lovely dinner. Today I drove Rebel Harmony and myself to Jimbury. For her Tuesday music class. And then we ran all over the place on the foam and wooden structures. Getting our wiggles out before driving back home. One more year and I'll be 40. I have no fear of turning 40 or 50 or 60. But I have a lot of other fears. One of them is paying for my contribution of what will be preschool. Another is Rebel Harmony actually going to preschool and how she'll transition from being at home to being at school from nine to one. I hope we can do a school that's two or three days a week. She's only going to be two in June, would be two years and three months by September. At the same time, it would be good for her to be around other little toddlers and small children and... Be good for her to be somewhere else before she's actually in a preschool. So there's various options, but none of them are cheap. Breathe in, hold, breathe out. Another fear is. Dealing with my own career, teaching in the evenings has been a really good part-time situation for me over the last two years. And I like teaching adults, and I like teaching English. Teaching at night is not easy. It's not easy on the relationship. It's not easy on sleep patterns. But there is a kind of freedom in the classroom in the evening that wouldn't be there in the same way in the mornings. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. It's so easy to view things as half empty. One of the takeaways from the book I'm reading is about how human beings are, by evolution, hardwired for pleasure seeking, but also hardwired to never feel fulfilled by that. It's always fleeting pleasure seeking. It's called the hedonic treadmill in some psychological circles. Hedonism being pleasure, the treadmill being never-ending. In some ways it explains why we overeat, why we overindulge. It explains people being unfaithful. It explains people being irrational. It explains people being violent. There's a kind of self-indulgence in letting your rage take over. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Something else that I've thought about recently has to do with a podcast, Ezra Klein's podcast with Robert, I think Sapolsky is his name. He's a professor at Stanford who talks about the impact of poverty on stress and the brain and behavior. He talks about the amygdala, which is the sort of fight or flight mechanism in your brain, the lizard brain, and how children from basically infant infancy to five years old, you can see the difference in their brains and their resting stress levels, which means not in the middle of a stressful situation, but when they are at rest and when they are in a calmer environment they're still basically ready to spike uh the stress response is ready to ready to overwhelm their their blood and their body and i think of rebel harmony and how at 20 months old she's already gained so many things from the environment that we've raised her in but also All of the imperfections, all of the times I've been impatient, all of the times we've lost our, you know, our volume or our tempers, not to mention all of the near misses when it comes to protecting her just the other morning. She almost took a tumble backwards off of a play structure that was about four feet off the ground. I caught her as she was basically upside down, tumbling down. It was my own mistake, my own fault. I had thought she was firmly planted on a even surface, and then sort of walked around toward the other side when she kind of tried to stand up straight. She fell backward. And it's crazy how in the last year and a half I've gone from terrified of things like that happening to rolling with the situations. Can't even tell if my adrenaline kicked in or not. After I caught her, I just kind of tried to keep walking and then go to the next part of the playground as if it hadn't happened so she wouldn't freak out. That idea that you always have to keep moving, keep going forward rather than dwelling, is powerful. Breathe in, hold, breathe out. The sun's shining and it's mid-February and it seems like the rain for now is past or mostly past. Well, you've done it. You've spent another 14 minutes meditating with Jonah. Until next time. Keep breathing.